How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listing highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. That's me, Santa Cruzy, with Dean Young. Dean, hey, how's it going? We're still uh, in the post JFL phase, going through the wonderful audio and video yeah. that I acquired there. We have Joseph Masalas helping us out. Thanks, Joseph. He's going through it right now. It's really intense. Um, but there, so much happened. So many good, such great talent. Uh, one of which is in studio. We have great talent in the studio. But uh, one fella is here, Keith Pedro. How you doing? What's yeah. up? Good Yay, to have you back. I'm back. Oh, we did it, Sandro. We, we did, did it. it. We made it, buddy. We uh, Keith, of course, is on CBC Radio's Accents of Toronto and Laugh Out Loud and SiriusXM and featured on Much Music's Video on Trial, MTV, and uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation. Whoa. And Keith yeah. appeared at GFL on the All Access, uh, Mike Berbiglia. There we go. All Access. Nice. What? <laughs> and then also in studio, we have Jeff McHenry, started in... Uh, Back-to-back wins in the Tim Sims Encouragement Award. Wow, look at you, big show off. (laughs) Yuck Yuck's Great Canadian Laugh-Off and the Canadian Comedy Awards, also a regularly featured headliner at Yuck Yuck's and many festivals. Welcome, Jeff. Yes, thank you very much for having me. And on the line, uh, we have the new Inside Jokes LA correspondent, Dean. We're expanding. Right? We're going stateside, baby. We're going stateside. Well, the show itself is going to be featured in other markets. Uh, aside from Toronto, we're on podcast, but it is going to be across Canada shortly. I'll give you news on that as that comes. Right. Uh, but I'm proud and happy to bring Kelly McLean, direct from L.A. Hello, Kelly. Hey, from L.A. Hello, L.A. Uh, Kelly's a freelance writer, a comedian. She has her own podcast, The Tau, Tau Comedy, Tau of Comedy. Um, and she writes freelance for the Huffington Post, the Guardian, the LA Magazine, ET Online, all kinds of stuff. Kelly, you're quite the specialist. Yes, I'm here as the uh, LA specialist. You are our correspondent. And Kelly and I met at GFL last year on the red carpet. Um, and love at first sight. Love right? at first, love sight. first sight. We do have a camaraderie on the red carpet and with other media, especially in comedy because it's a small community and we just love the art. Dean, as you, Dean has I his podcast do. as well. Yes, yeah. and so Kelly and I uh, befriended each other then, and then again this year. <clears throat> and Kelly got some really great interviews on the red carpet as well. Um, so you now, let me just ask you about the Tower of Comedy. Your podcast is so cool. This is when I fell for you because it's about spirituality and comedians' view on the issue. Well, it turns out you kind of have similar conversations on your show sometimes, so we're like-minded there. Yes. Um, yeah, I actually came up with the podcast in Montreal two years ago because I got to uh, Pat Oswalt, of all people, mm-hmm. sat down next to me at the bar and started. we had a little conversation, and uh, everything he said was so amazing, and I thought, that was even more amazing than your show last night. Like, it was really, it wasn't trying to be funny, but it, of course, was a little funny, but mostly just really kind of deep thinking about the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like, comedians are the ones that are paid to sit around and think about how stuff works. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so incredible. Um, so did some you... Some of those conversations happening just totally blew me away. And I thought, oh, I should have been recording that because what comics say offstage is really interesting. Right. It, it's like philosophy. Poetic, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. comics... Yeah, they're like, like be philosophers. Well, this show, Inside Jokes, is behind the scenes of comedy, and that's why we try to get 
comics a little exposed and get to talk more. So you're perfect, and we're so happy to have you aboard. And, you know, we both, uh, Jim Carrey was on the red carpet. What a thrill. And he's a very spiritual guy. Did you get to ask him a lot of questions uh, about the Tao and comedy? I did. It was actually cool this year because I went a little more, like, spiritual weirdo L.A. out there, uh, (laughs) California, with people uh, on the red carpet, which is kind of awkward because it's a pretty professional setting. And I'm like, what's the meaning of life? And they're like, I just met you. What are you doing? Yes. But uh, Jim Carrey went right there with me. I asked him uh, if comedy could be a path to spiritual awakenment. And he had a really cool answer for that. And we also talked about magic. I think he ended by saying that life is one big magic electric soup. <laughs> wow, awesome. yeah, that sounds like um, something you would. Actually, yeah, totally. So I think Jim Carrey's like is somewhat on mushrooms all the time, but yeah. not really. That's like well, his natural <clears throat> state of brain. I dropped some Eckhart Tolle on him like really quick. And, oh, uh, yeah. but you can't drop Eckerd Toll and get out. Like, that's the thing about the red carpet. You have like maybe a minute and then you, you got to go with it, right? Totally. Yeah. So we're going to quickly, um, throw to a clip that you had with Trevor Noah on the red carpet. Uh, and you're going to tell us quickly on that. Oh, awesome. Michael Moore was just quoted as saying that the thing that's going to ring down Trump is comedy is as all the little jokes added up. Do you agree with that? I don't know if I would attribute it to comedy on its own. You know, I think no one thing creates a Donald Trump. No one thing will be the reason Donald Trump goes away. Comedy, in essence, is an expression of freedom. And I think as long as people are able to do comedy and as long as they're expressing their freedom in the face of somebody who clearly does not wish to people for people to have all the freedoms they, they, they want to, then I think that that will contribute to what may be the downfall of Donald Trump. But the honest truth is I think Donald Trump will be the downfall of Donald Trump. um, His greatest strength and his greatest weakness is himself. Thank you. Awesome job, Kelly. That was uh, pretty profound, and that's good you got that from him. Uh, We're just going to wrap. After that, I swooned and fainted on the red carpet. Oh, you did not. Why? Because he's (laughs) so gorgeous? I felt like he's. I, he has a certain present presence yeah, about him. Yeah, he does. Him. He's he was, a so. It was like it was pretty nice to get a minute with him. Of and course, I just thought what he said was really brilliant, and like I threw that question at him, and he had this amazing answer, totally ready. Yeah. Well, we're gonna um, we're just talking to Kelly McLean, our LA correspondent for Inside Jokes, who was at JFL with me, and in studio with Keith Pedro and Jeff McHenry, and of course Dean Young. We're gonna talk more with everybody after the break on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM six forty. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. <laughs> the show about comedy, inside jokes, behind the scenes and such. And we have our new L.A. correspondent, Kelly McLean, on the line with us. Welcome back, Kelly. Thank you. That was some awesome red carpeting on your half behalf with uh, Trevor Thank Noah. You. And I have, I, just a shameless plug, I have uh, that and a few other, I think I have Mike Bergbiglia and Ali Wong and a few other great Mini clips on Dow Podcast, taopodcast.com going up today. So you can check out that Jim Carrey interview and re-listen to Trevor Noah. Perfect. I wanted to ask you about that. And, and we're going to have you in future episodes. I'm going to get into the Ali Wong a little further because she's so phenomenal hot right now. I thank you, Kelly McLean. We're going to hear more from you. And uh, awesome job on your podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Okay talk soon in studio keith pedro and jeff McHenry. hey guys what's up hey 
So you guys are doing some uh, performances at the Cottage Country uh, Comedy Festival. Cottage Country Comedy Festival. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Fun. Where Don't are you jump going in. With that? Um, yes, we are. Jeff, you're August 25th at the Pasta Tree and Smokehouse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's uh, going to change my career. I really think so. Yeah. Hey, you know, cottage country are people too. You know, I spend a lot of time at the cottage and there's some nights you just want to leave the cottage and have a night out and... Uh, that's good. And Keith, you're um, so with Tyler Morrison. Um, yeah, I'm not showing up. I saw the movie Get Out like three times. I don't trust this <laughs> gig at all. <laughs> this is at the Muskoka Steamships and Discovery Center. See, it's a ship. It's a ship. It's a ship. It's a that means I can't cruise. leave. Yeah. Oh, that comedy is. Cruise. I can't leave. Where, why can't I see the date on that? What's the date on that? The, the 25th. Yeah. Same date. Same show? Same. No. Oh, he's. Uh, I think you're in the uh, afternoon, maybe, and uh, yeah. I'm later that night. See, yeah. no one goes to a comedy show afternoon in a ship. This is a setup. I'm <laughs> telling you. I'm going to make sure my No, no, works. yeah. I'm at the pasta tree, and I've got the better gig than you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's at the pasta tree. He's I love of... comics. We only shoot at the hand that feeds us. <laughs> only comics do that, by the way. But they say it in fun because um, the Cottage Country comic. The Cottage Country Comedy Festival is very successful. Tyler Morrison has done an awesome job. Shout right, out to guys? Tyler Morrison. He's the best. Yeah, they've done like, you know, CBC tapings over the years. Oh, yeah. Stuff there. Like, it's been going for, year, for yeah, years. Yeah, it's the now. 10th mm-hmm. annual one. Yeah. It's going to be uh, It's going to be great. Yeah, Tyler sells it out every year. So, yeah, anybody in Cottage Country, please uh, come to the gig and, <laughs> yeah. okay. and have fun with us. So, yeah. just because there's different Cottage Countries, because I'm in the core of us. This is in the Muskoka area. Yeah, just yeah. to qualify. So this is all uh, Gravenhurst and uh, Bracebridge or all these mm-hmm. shows. You can go to the Pasta Tree Smokehouse, or you could go to the boat that Keith is trapped yeah. on. Boat. Where everybody's, like boat. A- everybody's named Dale or Liam. <laughs> 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 so Keith, I saw you uh, were at a few parties together at Just for Laughs. Yes. What was your overall take of Just for Laughs Festival 2017? Uh, I need a new liver. I know. 5 a.m. every day. I was there from Tuesday. So oh, Saturday, that extra, done. Okay, so it's like uh, Vegas, so everybody knows. You can only do three to four days because then you do fall apart. And you're a young guy saying that. Imagine old broad uh, like me. Oh, well. <laughs> I can't. You can't have open bar for comics for five days straight. Are you nuts? <laughs> no. Are you crazy? The first night was a Netflix party. The next night was a Comedy Central. The next night was the t- Funny or Die. die. Yeah, uh, and that's about it. It's nuts. So at least your uh, gal or your all access taping was the Wednesday night, the first night. A yeah. lot of the other comics who are later in the week were not drinking or partying or nothing because they wanted to, like oh, yeah. sports athletes, get ready for their g- gig. Right? Yeah. This is the big mecca Olympics of comedy, right? Do you? That's what you do. You have to stay clean and so. Well, I wouldn't know, Sandra, because this year. Uh, <laughs> You guys were at Just for Laughs. I stayed home this year and I was brushing my cats. Which <laughs> you I like bragger. To, one of them is named Cat and Oswalt, by the way, to throw <laughs> back to Kelly McLean's interview. I thought that was Cat slang for something else. I thought you threw me off there. <laughs> no, literally, literally just brushing cats. But it is true. Like they have a full week of just all these industry parties and you fill a room full of comedians in a setting like that and it's it's over. It's chaos. It's over. Yeah. It's crazy time. A lot of great talent. Of course, it's it's designed to expose talent and introduce audiences to new talent. Um, both of you, though, Jeff McHenry and Keith Pedro, are regulars um, in the comedy clubs and festivals. And would you guys say, let's go with Jeff, um, obviously, I'll, like something like the Cottage Country Comedy Festival, completely different audience, right? They're in a different headspace than some of the festivals you performed at. 
Uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, they're more uh, uh, Tyler special, more blue collar, uh, yeah, down to earth uh, sort of people. Well, I guess you, you get that with uh, quite a few fests. Actually, Halifax is a lot like that. Uh, Winnipeg too. Uh, just for laughs, it's usually younger crowd. Usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit uh, hipper. Yeah, the, they're there to see the big names, and then you can kind of slide in as an <laughs> unknown and, uh, yeah, hopefully win, win it over some fans that way. Uh, well, because yeah. I always find with comedy, uh, the purpose of the audience being there will decide how you do. And I know that sounds a little profound, and I've maybe been in radio too long where we target audiences. But why I'm saying that is when I'm in cottage country, I'm very relaxed. I'm there for a week or two weeks often or three or four days. So I'm in a different headspace. I'm probably more likely to let loose and laugh more, as crazy as that sounds. Yeah. As opposed to maybe some corporate functions, Keith, uh, or some other kind of rooms that you've played. I've done a few corporate things where they say you can't talk about race, dr- <laughs> drugs, or sex. What's your nationality, like, Filipino? Filipino. Yeah. So I'm like, you know who you booked, right? <laughs> Did you not see my bio? I know. Everything is race, drugs, and sex. Come on, man. Yeah. I as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But when they email transfer you, then you can't say no, right? You're already well, there. But then, they, do they tell you before the gig or like the night of? No, they tell you before the gig, but when you show up, uh, I'm pretty sure Jeff can vouch for me. They tell you, oh, you got to be squeaky clean or whatever. When you show up, it's the biggest like blue pig. collar yeah. pig. Like they're already throwing racial slurs. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, obviously this gig sheet is wrong. Do you know what? That sometimes can turn against you too because I did a corporate gig recently and they're like, oh, don't worry. Do what you want. It's all cool, right? And then you go there and then it's like, no, why don't I go there? They don't want to laugh in front of their boss. Yeah. Uh, dirty stuff. So you yeah. always have to watch it. You know, you do have to watch it. Sometimes it's a hit or miss. Where do you get um, uh, Jeff McHenry? Where, do you, or where are you inspired <laughs> to write material? Like what, what drives you? Where does stuff come from? Uh, all my stuff is like I was a big uh, Richard Pryor fan. Like that's that's my guy. That's how I uh, started was watching him, and he was all about personal material, like talking about setting himself on fire <laughs> and yeah. you know uh, had a heart attack doing cocaine. I haven't done any of those things, <laughs> but uh, I, I got the fact that if you talk about yourself, it endears you to people. So that's yeah. M- most of my stuff is yeah me my life uh that sort of thing and that's the easiest stuff to write i'm not smart enough to do political jokes <laughs> it's a lot of work a lot of googling we're going to talk more with our guests jeff McHenry and keith pedro and we talk about the cottage country comedy festival after the break on inside jokes talk radio am 640 This is Kay Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Akeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Inside Jokes. It's comedy. That's what we do here. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> We're talking to Keith Pedro and Jeff McHenry and, of course, Dean Young, our guest host and producer. And uh, no, you're not. You're just... You're, what, guest host? No, rock. I'm here every no, week. Produce. No, oh. produce. Producer, yeah. Uh, of course, Courtney Love and or I love Courtney and uh, <laughs> the cute guy in the corner, whatever his name is, and Tom. He's waving. Ra- welcome to radio. And there's Tom, like whole families in here today. There's Joseph Macellus, yeah. Keith's kids, uh, which uh, is like a charity. Keith's kids. Welcome to Keith's. Yeah, kids. welcome to Keith's <laughs> yeah. kids. The kids of comedy. All the proceeds from Cottage Country Comedy <laughs> Festival go to Keith's he's kids. Keith's kids. Yeah. So his... listen, before the break, Jeff was talking about um, he's inspired by Richard Pryor and a lot of his material and the kind of 
the angle that he goes. And at JFL, I saw uh, Jim Carrey speak on the panel of I'm, I'm Dying Up Here, his t- yeah. new show, right? Did you get to go to that, Keith? I know it's hard to catch a lot no, of No, I just stuff. saw him at the awards. That was it. Yes, pretty profound. Which was great. Heavy, right? The, the Judd Apatow speech about him, the stories about Jim Carrey coming up were like huge, inspirational. inspirational. I went home and sponsored a child right after. I was like, right? What's wow. one? Do you remember one of the stories? Um, The story about how he got bumped by like Sam Kinison and like, Andrew Dice Clay, mm-hmm. all the time he kept getting bumped, and then he shut down the comedy store, and he did two hour, and yes. two and a half hours, and he said, "I'm not getting off until you guys turn off the lights." Yeah, Jim Carrey. But if you do that in Canadian comedy, you're banned from the comedy. Yeah, bar. Gary Ride out to send you an email. You can't be like, a renegade. But yeah. Jim Carrey, just so we know, just so we look at the timeline, Jim Carrey talked about a story how at the nine o'clock was it the what comedy club was he Laugh Factory? No. I don't know. I think it was the store, right? Was the, the store, store comedy store? So he was nine o'clock. That's the top, uh, the best time slot at the comedy store. He was killing it every night, and he was approached by the doorman, the bouncer, and his name was Sam Kinison, who was in the two a.m. slot. And yeah. nowhere, nobody had heard of this guy. And he said, "Jim, can you please watch me and tell me what you think?" And of course, we all have those comics that we love that we look to their advice for, and yeah. I, I have mine. And so he did. And Jim said he waited, and at two a.m. he watched this superstar emerge and then from there sam kennison went on to great things and so now you're telling the story how sam eclipsed jim in some ways in the clubs which is pretty funny yeah that sounds pretty crazy well it's it's kind of funny too because that's in a way that's like how canadian comedy as a whole works right like as other comics it's just all people that you're like man i wish yes more people knew who these guys were so much respect yeah Uh, when i was coming up jeff was like one of the guys Jeff McHenry, yeah, this yeah, guy right Jeff, beside he you? He was a guy that everybody had to look up to. He was oh, killing Jeff. it. He's still killing it. <laughs> Jeff, you're the best. So you were talking about Richard Pryor. Again, I have to go back to Jim Carrey talking about how he would do a show and there was Richard Pryor on the show. And then he went to the parking lot and smoked a joint with him. And that was his big thing. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy, you know, Keith, you're talking about Jeff. Jeff, who's the guy for you or woman that inspired you or that you're so like, wow, you know, as a big comic name? Uh, boy, uh, guys coming up, uh, I gotta say the guy that books the fest, uh, Tyler was the first guy I ever saw who was really, really good. Like we went to Humber, he was a year ahead of me. So, uh, he was a little bit, uh, more experienced and like he would have me open for him and he would do like 40 minutes and I just couldn't, I couldn't conceive at that time <laughs> how somebody could do 40 minutes of material. Like I was just, it was uh, amazing, and he he really encouraged me. He, like he knew I was going to be good before I knew I was going to be good. He, he he's, isn't that amazing. Yeah, he's doing like, like I'm I'm doing agent. the Humber Showcase uh, night, and there'll be two people uh, from Humber on the show with me, and like uh, newbies. I, uh, what's that? Sorry, new, like new people from. Yeah, Humber? yeah, and I I haven't heard of them, but uh, <laughs> sorry, this is me Who, trying like to Nigel plug. Nigel Grinstead or <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but uh, like talking around, uh, they're like, yeah, they're they're really really good. Uh, like Tyler, he can spot somebody who's mm-hmm. gonna be good a mile away. He's he's amazing at that. So he's a great comic, and he also knows uh, who's gonna be yeah, good. Yeah, he's half comic, well. half talent booker. He yes, really is, and he really know, has both skills for uh, for he, all of it. He does. Like, and he was there. I went to the the Humber does like the industry night every year, mm-hmm. so they're showcasing yes. like here's our grads, right? And it's like a bit of stand up. It's a lot of sketch. So me and Tyler were at that this year, and he's sort of cherry picking like the Humber showcase at Cottage Comedy Festival. Like, Aww. here's some newer comics you put up. So he puts a lot of his year into this festival, and that's why mm-hmm. audiences in Toronto you really don't get to see Tyler around that often because he's 
he pops into the city to do stage work here, but he's really like yeah putting together this festival. Well, well and further on the festival is John Moses, which we'll talk about more after yeah. the break. He's on there. He's coming in from where? For New that? York. So New he's York. Wow. he's originally from Toronto, and he's he's a Canadian comic, but he's been in the New York stand up scene for for years. He's now. big over there. He's he's made a huge following for himself over there. So Canadians don't really get to see John Moses a lot. So this is big that he's coming to the That's Cottage right. Country Comedy Festival. That's right. He's gonna. He's on the boat and on dry land. Wow. He's doing the whole thing. Yeah. He's doing it all. Yeah. I the actually boat. did a show for uh, John in New York at 3 a.m. at an amateur strip club competition. Oh, you're bragging now. No, I said- Was uh, Jim Carrey there? <laughs> yeah. Jim Carrey was there, but it was weird because he didn't tell me that people were going to be pregnant. Oh, man. Oh, we're going to talk let's more get into that. on this story with Keith Pedro, Jeff McHenry, here on Inside Jokes Talk Radio, AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra the Cruiser Carusi. Mm-mm-mm, gotta get me some of that. Inside Jokes, we're talking with comedians about the Cottage Country Comedy Festival coming up August 25th. Uh, Dean Young with us. Keith Pedro, just before the break, you were talking about, uh, you know, this is what I love. Every time comics come in here, we always ask about the best gig, the worst gig, the funniest gig. And this was an amateur strip show in New York at 3 a.m. that you performed at. And they, need, they needed a, a comedian. So I was I was in town and I messaged John. I was like, hey, man, I'm in town, buddy. He's like, you want to perform at this uh, amateur John club Moses. conference? John yeah. Moses was going to be at the festival too. And I'm like, yeah, sure, man, whatever. And he's like, it's like you get 50 bucks and wings. I'm like, <laughs> you got me at wings, bro. You got me at wings. And it was, it, I don't know if you guys watched the show Ozarks, but it was, yeah. like, it was like when he first bought the strip club and the pregnant girls dancing and they're all bruised up. I felt weird. I felt really weird. Like I wanted to leave and become a social worker. After. I was like, I'm going to help every one of these women get off their feet and help their kids. <laughs> It wasn't even Keep jokes finger. anymore. It wasn't even jokes. I was like, this is, I felt like I was a reverend. I, was well, <laughs> did they, okay, honestly, because of the setting, did anybody laugh? Yeah, well, the people did laugh because I talked about being a parent and how I wasn't the only parent on this stage. <laughs> and uh, they love that. So that's how the opening bit was. Oh and then God. it worked out from there. But I was supposed to do like 15 minutes, but I, I, I called it quits at eight minutes when... One of the pimps started yelling at the strippers. <laughs> in the back. I was like, I got to get out of here. This is New York, man. I don't Anything could happen. New York's a great comedy audience, right? They're, they're, it's, it, yeah, it's, they could be rough. They could be rough. Really? I like, yeah. I see that we had Godfrey on here and he does like three to four shows a night. Oh, like, he's a beast. That guy. He's a beast. He's beast. a comedy machine. I was yeah. embarrassed to ask some questions. I'm like, where you know, where inspires you with material? And he's like, man, it's my comic mind. I just go up and I like take a premise he saw that yeah. day and then work it on stage. With Patton Oswalt, it's like that too. A lot of comics they don't write their stuff out; they just work it out yeah. on stage. Which... Super nice too. That guy. He remembered. Mm-hmm. Me. I saw him, uh, Godfrey. I saw him at oh. JFL, and he remembered me at the Halifax Fest too. Wow. So he doesn't have to remember me at all. That means there's talent, Keith. No, he's never seen me knock, before. Knock, knock, <laughs> there? No, it makes, listen, uh, I think it's safe to say being around, and I've interviewed so many comics now, like, they, the great thing, like Dean was saying too, they just respect each other so much, and when there's good talent, they, like, Jim referring, Jim Carrey referring about Sam Kinison, like, yeah. they'll say it if it's a new guy or whatever. So, John Moses, let's talk about him, uh, Dean. Yeah, so John Moses, originally from here, and he, he left here years ago, and he sort of carved out a name for himself on that New York stand-up scene. So, mm-hmm. and I think, 
this is one of the cool things about Cottage Country Comedy Festivals. Every year, you know, Tyler brings up headliners like these guys and John Moses that are, you're all completely different styles from each mm-hmm. other and completely different voices on stage. Yeah. And this year it's the, so what there is, it's August 24th, 25th. They have a Best of Yuck Yucks show. Uh, they have the Best of Humber show. Uh, and Jeff, you're actually headlining that one, right? Right. Yeah. And then, uh, the comedy cruise. <laughs> so that is the one that's on the steamship. <laughs> the comedy cruise. The Winona <laughs> on, uh, in Gravenhurst. So, I mean, yeah, he sort of, like I said, Tyler really puts a lot of work into really handpicking who he, who he'd like to book on this festival. But Moses is great because you don't get to catch him back here in, in Toronto and in, back home in Canada very often. I think last time I saw him was here at the Rivoli a few months ago, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah, audiences who haven't seen him yet before, this is kind of one of your only opportunities to do that. And he's a mm. machine. He's he's he one of those polarizing comics that can just sort of. It's like bringing back McDonald's pizza. You know That's what I mean? Right. You're yeah. like, uh, I remember having this, but we lost it. But we could get it back for three days only. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are the, like, where do you even come up with something like that? So true. We miss McDonald's pizza. Not really, but. <laughs> we we do we do miss John Moses. I was just looking at his uh, bio. Wow, he's had a rough up, upbringing too. And yeah, he talks a lot about his. Uh, he had a colorful childhood. Yeah, raised by his, his dad, family, and yeah. he got in a lot of fights. And uh, Jeff, what was your upbringing like? Um, it was uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I grew up on a dairy farm, and uh, wow. yeah, where <laughs> get out of here? No, where? no really? way. And dad beat the crap out of me. No, yeah. he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I was it's lucky. not comedy unless you know something uh, bad happened. Yeah, I'm from uh, Acton, Ontario, small town. Oh um, yes, we know Acton. Yes. Lot what about you, it. Keith? Did you grow up on a dairy farm? <laughs> no, I grew up in <laughs> Toronto, man. <laughs> no, nothing, no, nothing special about me. Were you a break dancer? Um, I tried it all. Breakdancing, DJing, beatboxing, anything that uh that was hip hop related. I tried. And your dad? My dad. I wasn't really cool. My dad and my mom kind of raised me, so you know. But it was all good. My mom was a nurse, of course. Baycrest Hospital. Shout out to that. Wow, awesome! And now you're a dad of two beautiful children here. Yeah, who are very well behaved. So They're very well behaved. I don't know. Obviously, the mother raises them. I don't know. No, it's the fear <laughs> that I install in them. <laughs> good old fashioned fear. See the motivational speech I gave him in the car. <laughs> Which was, if you speak, <laughs> no over. chocolate. That's no the chocolate, way I. Re- no iPad, no Wi-Fi. There you go. Um, so, comedy Humber. Uh, well, we'll talk more after the break. But the Humber College comedy program obviously uh, has bred wonderful talent. Uh, and the Humber night, uh, obviously, these two guys here, Keith Pedro, Jeff McHenry, and uh, we don't know the names of the Humber talent for that night, right, Jeff? No. Uh, we'll have to get Tyler. I think, uh, yeah, Dean. Put it on Dean. Figured the, out. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. They're opening for Jeff McHenry. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's what their happened. names are. <laughs> Jeff like McHenry they don't have is the talent. Think back when you started how nice it would be have your name on the radio. Like, I love, right. like, you got to bring up the new people, man. Well, that's yeah. why you have that's these interns gonna... in here from Humber all the time. There's 19 constantly. of them. Yeah, I'm breeding them now. I just, like, crossbreed them and see what we get. Humber's turned out half the cast of Letterkenny, man. It's a lot of good people that, move no through way. there. Really? Well, yeah, one of them sitting in here with us, K-Trev, of course. Yeah, he's of a course. Humber grad. But I mean, yeah. it, it's it's pretty crazy, actually, the amount of of yeah big name comics to us in Canadian comedy that have moved through that program. Yes, it's a good place to start for sure. And I interviewed Deborah DiGiovanni, who came out of the writing yeah. program. So much talent. We'll talk more about that. Uh, this is the show about comedy inside jokes. Talk radio, AM six forty. Hey. 
Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. A lot of friends, uh, I get emails and such from people coming home from the cottage who are listening to us on the way. So thanks for tuning in. We always appreciate that, all three of you. And um... <laughs> okay, we're up to four. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the tens for sure we're by in now. The tens. This is like I think we're up years, there. Yeah. My family uh, is starting to listen now after two years. So Are I they really? That's a good thing. That's, that's a good, good numbers for us because remember how many Italian people were crammed into that fundraiser you had? <laughs> if that's our whole audience, I'm happy. There's a lot of you. Shut up, Dean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Cottage Country Comedy Festival is what we're talking about, ironically. So for those of you driving home, Turn around and go back, August 25th. Um, 24th and 25th. 24 and 25. Tyler Morrison puts it on with Keith Pedro, who was uh, just fresh out of Just for Laughs, uh, taping All Access GFL. And the great thing is they play that throughout the year. Yeah. You're in the Mike Birbiglia special. Yes. You are just such an incredible talent, like the energy. You. And you're quick. You're like, bam, bam, bam. Like, I don't even, I, I don't think somebody could train for that. Like, <laughs> no, but we're talking about Humber, right? Like, yeah. and um, like, okay, what did you learn from Humber? How much of that comes from Humber? I don't think uh, that kind of natural talent comes well, from Well, you know, they, they, they don't teach you how to be funny. They just teach you how to be funnier, right? Yeah, if you're technically. Already, yeah. The technical part. I could always see that, you know, some of the, we have so many through the doors here where you could just see, like I was a hack off the street. Like I did not have formal training as a comedian, as p- most people could tell. And uh, it's completely different because there is a construction of a joke. There is a way to hit a punch. There is some timing in question, right? Yeah, Keith. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is, there's, like Jeff was saying, you just be honest and then hit your own pace and your own rhythm. You'll find your voice. It's like, it's weird. You think you know it after twelve years of doing it, and you're like, I don't even know. And then you watch someone not JFL, and you're like, what the hell I've been doing this whole time? Right. So you're always learning. Jeff, right? how about you? Uh, what, what? How did Humber contribute to? Because uh, there's the Humber showcase going on when you're performing. As yeah, one. it was, uh, it was good in the fact that I'm, I'm very, very. Uh, shy so i don't know if i would have uh, done it if i wow. wasn't pushed to do it sort of thing yeah keith and i are both lucky in that we we started earlier in our careers whereas a lot of guys and girls they you know it's it's a you know scary thing to do for the first time so people kind of hum and haw and they start when they're you know 28 29 cuz they've been thinking about it and they've had it in the back of their head and just, you know, they, they finally get up the courage to do it. But with Humber, it's like you have to do it or you don't graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I started when I was uh, 19. So, and yeah, so it kind of gives you a head start. Uh, yeah, you're you're a couple of years ahead of um, a lot of people because yeah, most people don't start until they're in their mid twenties or mm-hmm. uh, late twenties. Yeah. So you uh, you're also on Letter Kenny, the big hit. It's back for another season. That, that's uh, that's right. I was in the uh, first episode. I uh, I played a slow learning fella who got kicked into garbage. <laughs> was it a stretch? Uh, yeah, feel yeah, like- yeah. In, in in the in the comedy world, I'm this respected headliner. When it comes to acting, slow learning fella that gets kicked into garbage. I right? hope I hope that's like what it is on your IMDb. Just slow learning fella. Episode slow one. Slow learning fella. You could get a lot of work doing that with the A H at the end. So you're in L.A. and Toronto. You split your time because you're a writer as well. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I do. Um, yeah, every every everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wherever wow. I can get a paycheck, yeah. You were yeah, on the Howie can... Mandel show? Uh, I was on, uh, yeah, he had a uh, pilot uh, uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, yeah, it starred his son, uh, and they still called it the Howie Mandel show because nobody knew who his kid was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, Were that's you allowed right. to touch his kid, or was his kid a germaphobe, too? Uh, oh, uh, very good question. No, uh, Alex, yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he was, he seemed normal, yeah. Um, <laughs> not nearly as funny as his dad, but that's why the show didn't go anywhere. Uh, but I didn't get kicked into garbage on that one. Oh, that's a tough one. That is tough. Uh, that's Jeff McHenry you're hearing from. He was on the uh, initial episode of uh, Letter Kenny, kicked in the garbage. Plays a lot of comedy, uh, uh, cottage country, uh, headlining yuck yucks all around Ontario, and obviously playing the Cottage Country Comedy Festival August 24 and 25. And uh, along with Keith Pedro, who's here. And I also wanted to bring up a couple. So, yeah, the Humber grads who are on that show yes. uh, are John Mostyn. Thank you. Who's a great comic, actually, uh, based here in Toronto. He's from Scotland mm-hmm. originally. So yep. he's just fun to listen to him talk. Yes. It's great. And uh, Erica Eller is the other grad that they have on. There. But they have a few uh, openers, too, that have been around for longer Rebecca Reeds, yes, who's an Ottawa comic. She moved here a couple of years ago. She's great. She's and funny. I, I have a chance. She's to really yeah, she's yeah, funny. yeah. Did Winnipeg with her this year? Yeah, right? she's really good. Awesome. Uh, Jason Allen, who's he? He was a relatively newer comic from London, and he's on the Hamilton scene right now. He's really good. Mm-hmm. But one guy I want to mention. Uh, he was one of the rude dudes with Tyler Morrison. Yes, Tom O'Donnell. Oh, yes, Tom Tommy, O'Donnell Tommy is D. one of those people who he just. Just talking to him, even he just walks into a room and he's funny. Yes, not even when he's trying. Pat Oswalt talks about that. There's funny people and people yeah. with funny material, and he wants to be one of funny people. He wants to work at that, and I think that that's like a true sign of a good comic. Tom O'Donnell is that. Like he, you just have a conversation with him, and you're laughing. Yeah, that's he's awesome. the exact yeah. same on stage as he is. He really. Is. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. And he, you don't always get that with comics. It's interesting you yeah, said that, Jeff. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk more. We were talking from the guys from the Cottage Country Comedy Festival as you drive home from the cottage. Thanks for listening to Inside Jokes. More after the break on Talk Radio AM 640. Hey you, I'm Maggie Casella and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sander Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's a tip for homeowners. I call it know your home. And what I mean is go out with your realtor to see comparable properties so that as a homeowner, you are better informed about what your home might be worth. Even if you're not planning on selling, it's important to keep informed for refinancing, renovation investments, or just for the fact of being surprised at what your home may be worth to continue to love it. Or call or email me with any questions. They can reach you at HEP at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Good times today as we're talking with the guys performing at the Cottage Country Comedy Festival. Go to cottagecomedy.com. 
Um, Jeff McHenry, um, where can we see you? Before? August 25th weekend is when the Cottage Country one is, but when are you performing? Uh, yeah, I work for uh, Yuck Yuck, so Yuck Yuck's uh, clubs uh, across the country. I'm going to do an Eastern tour at the end of uh, October, beginning of November. So that's October 26th to the 28th. Mm-hmm. I'm in St. John, New Brunswick, and then uh, the following weekend I'm in... Halifax, Nova Scotia, and then I think I go to Ottawa after that, Mm -hmm. and then a a one-nighter in Windsor. That's probably going to be terrible. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Windsor. Uh, No, yeah, I love Windsor. (laughs) Top line. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to uh, check me out at the Kevin Hart's LOL Network, mm-hmm. Laugh Out Loud Network. It just got launched August 3rd. In terms of dates, I will be in Ottawa, October. Don't know the dates. That's I, good. I, I should get a publicist. That that's okay. And Dean is featured in um, at the backyard shows for. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Backyards in Barry. KJ Preston. Community block party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. MC at uh, Etel Fest August 19th in Mississauga. A lot of Italian people there, go figure. But a lot of other people, too. Great acts. A lot of Spaduch and Brio. Spaduch. I love you, man. Spaduch, Spaduch. And You know, there's a huge Filipino contingent that comes out to that event. Can I just tell you that? Of course. Because we're you? close, man. We are close. We're close. I went to school with a lot of Filipinos, Miss Saga. Anyway, so I'm excited to Miss Saga Etel Fest. Check it out. Uh, go on to my social media to check out more information on that. It's free. Bring the family, or maybe not. Um <laughs> That's always fun. Dean, again, where are you going to be seen? Besides- I, I've got uh, Life Hack coming out soon. Yes. That's that, uh, the album, album. on tape up in my hometown comedy club. Uh, just hit up uh, tindertales.ca or the Talk Hole Podcast Network. I got all my dates there. We got okay. some new shows launching this summer. Thank you, Courtney. Love, love Courtney, Joseph Macellis, Techie Tom, and that cute guy in the corner, Mike Downey. And all of you, thanks for listening to Inside Jokes. You catch your past episodes on uh, 640toronto.com. I'm Santa Carusi, Talk Radio, AM 640. Hey there, it's Techie Tom, and it's time for this week's comedy listings. Don't miss the Cottage Country Comedy Festival returning to Muskoka August 24th and 25th. Hit up cottagecomedy.com for tickets. And check out tindertales.ca for all our upcoming summer shows. And don't miss the launch of Punchlines in the Paint. August 27th at In the Paint, Richmond and Spadina in downtown Toronto. And stay tuned for the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta of Single in the City. Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times, or our TV show The Frantics, Four in the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast, and start downloading the best of frantic times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now it's time for your Comedy RX, this week featuring Keith Pedro. Glad to turn 31, and I notice when uh, you get older, the way you treat your money is different. You ever notice that? Like, remember when you were younger, you used to walk into high school with that new leather jacket? Yo, check out this jacket, bro, 300 bucks. What? And now as you get older, it's like, yo, check out these pants, H&M, $12. Still got the tag on, gonna return tomorrow after the interview. Need that right now, need that jump, right? It's crazy when you get older, man, the things that you have to remember as an adult are crazy. Remember when you were younger, all you had to remember was 
phone numbers, right? All you have to remember phone numbers to call your friends to hang out. As you get older, you got a cell phone, you don't have to remember phone numbers. What do you have to remember as an adult? 97 logins and passwords to live your goddamn life. You get logins and passwords, I need to know. It's crazy, and you can't write down all your logins and passwords. You gotta put it in the same place. And sometimes that same place requires a login and password. Messed up. Think about it, logins and passwords are the new phone numbers. They're the new phone numbers. That's why I predict in the future, 2035, when you go to jail, you're not gonna have one phone call. You're gonna have one login, one account, one minute. Right? The officer's gonna hand you an iPad in your jail cell. He's like, good luck, buddy, you got one minute, go. You know how much people are gonna screw that up? You know how much people are gonna yell at their jail cell? Come on, man, give me another chance, bro, the caps lock was on, man. The caps lock. Another amazing Comedy RX to wrap up our show. Thanks again, Dean Young, Techie Tom, and our intern Courtney for all the help. And you can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Sandra underscore Carusi or on Facebook, Santa Carusi Official. And uh, check us out on social media for the show at Inside Joke 640. We welcome your feedback. Thanks for listening each and every week. I'm Santa Carusi, and you've been listening to Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640.